Something that's been discussed a lot this week, so I'm going to bring it up on this podcast and we can everyone can hear our points of view. Does he get anywhere near to Paul Biedemann's record? If you're going, let's say you go 50.00 on the first mm. 100, which is rapid as it is already, that yep. means you've got to come back in a 52.00 just to equal the world record, not break it. That's to equal it. Um, yeah. Those splits, yes, okay, maybe 50.0 is makeable on the first 100, but a 52 flat on the way back, I'm not going to say impossible because, you know, it, things happen. So it's it's not impossible, but it's a very tough ask to come back really in a 52 tough. flat or 51.9 to come back in that. I mean, I said in the review, if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be Popovich, but geez, it's that's tough, really hard. Welcome to the Propulsion Swimming Podcast, where we aim to give swimming the coverage and publicity it deserves. Every week, we celebrate the sport we love with amazing special guests and topics from around the swimming pool. And now, here are your hosts, Scott and Dan. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Propulsion Swimming Podcast. I'm your host, Scott, and back with me yet again is my good friend, Dan. And on this week's show, we are going to be talking about the World Championships from Budapest 2022. Yeah, what a week of racing we just had. There were some there were some results I honestly would not have believed unless I actually witnessed them. Some truly outstanding swims, which leaves us so much to talk about on this review uh, as we look at the championships as a whole. Yes. Now, before we get into basically talking through day by day, our picks of the meet, whether that's British swimmers or international swimmers or just races of the meet, I do want to give a massive shout out to everyone who has been following this podcast over the last few months. Um, we've had an influx recently of reviews on Apple Podcasts. They've been five stars, which is awesome. Mm. Um, and we've also had loads of support over on YouTube as well. I think in the past what two weeks, we've had over a thousand more subscribers on there, which is brilliant to see as we ramp up our coverage for the Commonwealth Games later on this summer. Yeah, it's weird how we looked at that this meet of the worlds as a sort of like a trial run, didn't we, for the Commonwealth Games? <laughs> that was the way, the, the way we described it. But actually, I think, to be honest with you, I think you did a good job with a recap. Um, we've got reviews of some of the races coming mm. up or actually live right now as well. So, um, yeah, I think we, we've done quite well this week and actually we're going to try and keep the momentum going leading up into, into the summer. Yeah, just a thank you, basically, for everyone's ongoing yeah. support. We really do appreciate it here. We are just a two-man band who do this in our spare time, away from nine-to-five jobs. So any support <laughs> we get is really, really appreciative. It is, yeah. Dan, then, you said top-quality racing. So let's talk about it. Um, we are a British podcast, so I am going to start off with talking about the British team. Now, if we have international listeners, you can check out the chapters on YouTube and just skip ahead for this bit if you don't want to hear it. Um, but Team GB, it was a solid meet for them. I'm going to say solid because it wasn't outstanding like Tokyo where we came away with eight medals, only five this time. However, we had the most fourth place finishes out of any country at these championships with six. So there's there's room for improvement and there are medals on the way in what was a reset meet in a reset year. Yeah, well, actually, when you think about it, we've got five medals out of swimmers that didn't involve Adam Peaty, didn't involve Duncan Scott, who are our two biggest medal winners from Tokyo. And actually, if you add those net medals in, because I'm sure Adam would have won the 50 and 100 breaststroke, and he would have helped the mixed relays, of course, and Duncan would have done pretty well in the IMs, I'm sure, yeah. um, we could have potentially got double figure medals if both of those guys were in. Kathleen Dawson exactly. was a big miss as well. So, you know, I actually think 
I, yeah, solid. I actually think we did better than solid. I think we did a okay. really, really good job. I honestly, I do. Um, I love the fact that Ben Proud got his gold yes. as well. I was really happy about that. I did a poll on Twitter saying, oh, we might be a little bit biased today, but what was your race of the meet, uh, race of that day? And yeah, hands down, Ben Proud. I mean, it wasn't even like slow. 21.3 is quick. That is good. So I'm, I'm, good. I'm glad he put the disappointment of Tokyo behind him. Uh, but there were many, many good swims, actually. And I, yeah, I think it was best than solid. I think it was really, really good. Yeah, there were a few standout swimmers for me for the British team, especially looking ahead to the summer. Um, Medi Harris, she yes. we had her on the podcast. She was a little bit nervous going into Worlds, but boy, did she knock it out of the park. She seemed to swim at least like twice every day. Yeah. I think that was a prearranged tactic. Get Medi in the water as much as possible. Get these nerves out of her system and don't let her think. And it paid off. She made finals. Mm. A little bit similar to Abby Wood, actually, at ISL. Because um, she overthinks things, or she used to anyway, back uh, when she first started. And I think Medi has got that same sort of mindset at the moment, where she's she is a backstroker, Medi. But as you saw her in every freestyle relay, just just day to get one. in the water. I yeah, think they, just they to... put her on it in day one, and I think that helped her hundred back and her fifty back later on in the meet. I agree. It's just to get the butterflies out of the system and get get them in the water. If there's any sort of nerves or rustiness or anything like that, get that out of the way. Cobwebs, get that out of the way. Mm. And hopefully that leads into good results later on, which it was. The 100 back was very good. Even the 50 back as well. I know she had to go through a swim off, but, you know, making a world final at your first go is uh, that's an achievement. That really yeah. is. Elsewhere, standout swims. Um, you've already said Ben Proud impressive the only gold medal of the team he he actually messed up the 50 fly earlier on in the week where he went in fastest qualifier ended up in seventh and well and truly put that one behind him lewis Mm. burras has a very impressive first international meet or senior international meet for team gb very excited to see his future and then another relay member tom dean i think tom dean was everywhere essentially in all of the relays he had a busy program and for me he was almost like the quiet leader of the team yeah i actually think he would if you were to rank them on best gb performances or summers of the meet Mm. i think tom dean would probably have to be your number one uh with burris being quite close because that british record on 100 freestyle that kind of quietly went under the radar just because you know yeah just because other swimmers were taking the forefront like popovich for example who we've had to now get his name right because, you know, he actually we'll said so. We'll get to that. We'll, we'll talk about that. But I've actually quietly impressed with Lewis Burroughs, both in the 50 and the 100 and the relays, of course. Um, mm. Again, first go at Worlds, and he's done a really good job. Uh, there are a few that were slightly off the pace. It might be because of Tokyo being last year. Jimmy, I thought, was, was good, but not at his absolute very best. Um, James Wilby, even though these guys meddled oh, in their Wilby relays, right. <laughs> I, I, he's just missing that little bit. He needs to do. He needs to work on these underwaters because his swim speed is perfectly fine. Probably one of the fastest in, in the in the water, to be honest with you. But if he can nail these starts and turns, he's mm. a real podium threat every single time. Um, Freya was close slightly on a few. off the pace. Yeah, she got fourth. How many times? Twice in she one got day. Twice actually. in one day. Yeah. Yeah, that's really unfortunate. Really, really unfortunate. But I think in general, Joe Litchfield, I thought did really well in the four by two. Yeah. Um, so uh, Jacob Whittle needs to mention his name. He now, because he got that experience in two hundred, which I thought he could always do, and he went a one forty six in that relay split. That now opens the door for him to be a relay swimmer at Paris, for example, to give a rest for Duncan or Tom. And then we can push the world record potentially, you know, mm. I think, um, yeah, I, honestly, I do think it was a really good meet from all of them. In what was quite a quiet media week 
We weren't getting bit. the headlines written about them at all, if I'm honest. Yeah. It, it was it was good progress. It was really good progress. Yeah. And I'm going to end it with two GB swimmers who I think extremely exciting for the next few years. And that's Luke Greenbank and Brody Williams in the 200 meters backstroke. Yeah, Both of them now are podium potential. Luke's already there. Now he's got Brody with him. I am. It could be the strongest event for GB on the program. Quite possibly, and actually, it bodes well if he's able to come down to the hundred as well. It's a bit more challenge for that medley relay to try mm. and push America. I mean, it's a little bit short for both of them. Actually, they are both better yeah. suited to a two hundred. Um, who was missing in that backstroke? Rylov, I suppose he was the Olympic champion, but he didn't obviously he go. Does. He shouldn't be swimming. So, again. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that's another. <laughs> debate for another time but um yeah Brody was super impressive we kind of left mm. the backstrokers till last because actually they were they were super strong actually really good um, really good. yeah really really good the underwaters were very good oh, just the whole field watch that race back and it was just incredible yeah Ryan Murphy was <laughs> on it this week wasn't it he was really it good was. so it was always going to be difficult to beat him but actually the, the GB guys really did push him all the way and so credit to those guys yeah so essentially the summary line is uh, solid, promising, very exciting for the next Olympic cycle. Yes, definitely. I agree with okay. you. Okay. Swimmers of the meet then, and there are absolutely loads of them. And <laughs> most of these are teenagers. That's the scary thing. That is the really scary thing right now. The world of swimming is a very exciting place. So yep. before we go day by day, we're going to give a little roundup of each day, our, our standout races. Obviously, I did the summaries on YouTube each day, but we'll take a little bit of a deeper dive into things. We're going to kick things off with, Dan, let's try and list five males and five females that really, really stood out. Because we need 10. We need we need two hands we for might, this. We might as well. We might as well. So five men, five women, uh, Who do, in no, what, partic- in no well, particular what, order. What gen- no, no, no. We're not rankings. We're like, yeah, no. I, I, what gender do you want to take? I'll go for males. Because I think that's maybe slightly easier. <laughs> I'm not really sure. Um, I'm going to go with Pauchineri. That race stands out in my mind. Like I think it will do for a long, long time. The way he attacked that race, um, mm-hmm. I think the 800 wasn't as good because you can't you can't be level with Bobby Fink because you know he's going to take you on the last 50. Um, and the fact that he just decides to just go for it world record pace the whole way through apart from the, the world record that caused him in the last hundred of course oh, that but last he, hundred from Sun Yang's just oh, it's just yeah. ridiculous just but. absolutely madly but uh, Palchineri definitely for me has to be a top five summer there was a couple of world records of course second in a hundred backstroke Milak has to be mentioned Milak has to be mentioned in the two <laughs> fly always um, and then the top I, I think yeah the top two are kind of oh, no because Milak head there. and shoulders no they're <laughs> head and shoulders do you reckon they are yeah, I really do yeah, well, I think Milak has to be in there. Let's go for a top three, a definite top three. Then Milak is in that top three. Again, we're not ranking. Uh, Leon Machard in that 400 IM, which I think I'm not alone here, but I thought that Phelps world record was untouchable. And he got it's within, going. what was it, point going. four? That was just a mind-boggling. I, I can't believe he got I mean, the splits. We'll go into the day-by-day day later on, but the splits were absolutely out of this world. And then, of course, you've got David Popovich, who was just blowing everyone out of the field the 203 especially just absolutely fantastic but um <laughs> there's there's i'm sure there's more summers but they they've got to be the top five in my head anyway in your head i mean there's yeah. lo- i think there's loads it was yeah, a um what we thought was going to be a very quiet world turned out to be a very 
on fire worlds. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah you yeah. say David Popovich. We have been corrected. Yeah. He was on the Bret Hort podcast, and that is how you pronounce, pronounce his name, not Popovici as it looks. So from now yeah, on, Popovich. we and everyone else, Popovich. Popovich. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'll take the women then. So before I get into the five, I want to give a shout out to Ruta Militite. Mm. Um, massive comeback to the international level. Gets on top of the podium after God knows how long out of the pool. I think it was like four years, five years, something like that. I just, I just don't know how she's done that. She came away with a, a gold and a bronze, yeah, <laughs> which is just absolutely mind, just amazing. Congra- yeah. Just hats off to her. Hats off. Um, but standout swimmers, then, like we said, this is full of teenagers. Um, <laughs> I'll start off with the two golden oldies, the two record breakers of the week, really. Sarah Schostrom and Katie Ledecky, both yeah. of them, again, supreme. There's just no slowing these guys down. And long may they continue swimming. Swimming will be far worse without both of them. Oh, they would. I mean, I, I was reading articles and they said Katie Ledecky, 25. I'm like, what? What? 25? <laughs> she's <laughs> just started. It's crazy. And she's been around since she was, what, 15? It's 11, 11 years it now. It's 11 years. Yeah, wow. Years. That's just awesome. Just awesome. And she's going to keep going. She's just moved to Florida as well. So, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just going to keep going, hopefully improving. And maybe she'll start challenging her own world records again. Who knows? Mm. Um, an American who... I didn't really criticize at the Olympics, but one who I thought got their tactics wrong was Tori Husk. She has not changed her tactics in anything she does, but it seems to be working now. She seems to have a bit more endurance and for loads of the, she seems to be racing twice a day. It was crazy. She did the hundred fly, the hundred free, the 50 fly, the 53 relays. Um, She was mighty impressive. And I think there's a lot of medals to come out of her in the future for team America. She will be a superstar come next Olympics. Yeah, oh, definitely, yeah. And I actually I actually like her tactics of just guessing out there, attacking, mm. being in front of that race, maybe giving a disadvantage to the other swimmers being in her wake, if that makes sense. And really, yep. it's just a case of hanging on for that last 20, 15 metres or so. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think, what was it, American record in 100 fly? Just yep. She's just a very good meet overall from Tori Husk, definitely. Um, and then the top two for me, Molly O'Callaghan, she stood out in a meet where... There were a lot of the Aussies missing. So in her event, the two free and the hundred free, I I think normally she wouldn't even have had a chance to race these. Not I think looking at the hundred free, she might not yeah. even race it at Commonwealth Games because she's fourth in the Australian team, but she's world champion now. Yeah, I know. I, I wouldn't like to be the Aussie selectors for that. I mean, she gets <laughs> into the relay for the four by yeah. one, but then you've got to knock off. You're not knocking off Emma McKeon. She's like the number 100 meter freestyler with Sundstrom. Yeah. Um, then you've got Kate Campbell coming back. Yeah. Dif- and and Shania Jack. Shania Jack yeah. would have been faster than her had she not broken her hand in. What is. A, <laughs> yeah. Do you hear the freak accident? It was in the warm-up or something, yeah. yeah. Yeah, in the warm-up, she got her hand caught in another swimmer's costume, and it broke her hand. Yeah, that's disgusting, oh. isn't it? Oh, can you imagine? Yeah. Oh. Um, so she's she's fourth going into commies. Absolutely yeah. mental. Um, and then, <laughs> for me, the breakout superstar, the 15-year-old Summer McIntosh. We're, we're going to talk a little bit later about potentially swim after meet, but if we're saying swimmer after meet, I think for me, Summer McIntosh was my standout swimmer. On the female side, definitely. And maybe even both I'd, I'd maybe go actually. both. I'd maybe go yeah. both. I mean, to, she's 15. She's she's still at school. She's 15 yeah. and she's world champion in the 200 fly, 400 IM. She went um, a world junior record in the 200 free on that first leg of the, the Canadian team. 
um, which actually, if I remember, that would have won the 200 free individual as well. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, she is a very special talent, a bit like Do- uh, David Popovich, just very special talents. And they will go, as long as they stay enjoying the sport, of course, they will go a very, very long way. A really long way. A really long way. Yeah. There you go then. There's there's kind of 10 swimmers that stood out for us. There are so many more. We yeah. will, of course, go through them. Um, but yeah. if anyone has your top five, we'll, we'll leave a little template in the comment yeah. section on YouTube. We'll give you five spaces for guys, five spaces five for each. girls. And um, just let us know what you think. Because, mm. yeah, it was, um, oh, just what, what a week. Well, it's funny how we were kind of a little bit downplaying it because you know the main <laughs> the main target is Commonwealth Games and we knew well, America would be good. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it still is. Um, Titmus wasn't there. Chalmers wasn't really doing it. Dressel pulled out halfway through. So you know the big superstars of the sport weren't really there as such. Um, Future and yet, shone through. Yeah, and yet the, the, these teenagers just. <laughs> Oh, like I said at the start, the start, I just would not have believed the results unless I actually witnessed it with my own eyes. <laughs> yeah. just, just incredible. Okay, right. Time to go through this meet day by day. We're not going to dawdle too much, otherwise this could end up being a ridiculous two-hour-long podcast. Yeah. But we will discuss kind of the main points from each day. I know we did some really fast recaps on YouTube, so this time it's going to be a little bit more of a debate, a little bit more in-depth. Um, and a chance to discuss each day. So day one then, Dan, the men's 400 meters freestyle. We really kick things off with an absolute showdown between Winnington yeah. and Martins. And if I'm honest, Winnington's tactics, which obviously were coached by Dean Boxall, mm. were near perfect in this. And he absolutely baited Mertens. Yeah, honestly, it was a tactical masterclass. I yeah. thought that he went out a bit too strong. And well, going in, Martins was the favourite because he'd swam a 3.41 beforehand. And you think, OK, Martins is the one to beat here. Winnington took it to him in the first 200. He was ahead. And then, yeah, I, th- I like the word. The he, he baited him in. So, yeah, Martins drew level. And you think, oh, what's Winnington doing here? Like, maybe he has gone out too fast. And, and then that, what was it? The last 50 metres? Blistering. Mm. It was like Bobby Fink-esque. Honestly, it, was. Honestly, it was. Honestly, so good. And that was the first final of the whole meet. So I thought, wow, if this continues <laughs> like this, we're on for something special. That was a really good swim. I'm trying to remember the time off the top of my head. It's 3.41, 2, yeah. I think. Yeah, which, um, I mean, there's a Fast. few a few sort of rumors not rumors but you know speculation going around saying is he on track for this under 340 you know to go faster oh, than Thorpe on. and beat him it's a steady long way on. to go i mean it's a second second and a half give or take but um yeah he looks good for commonwealth games let's put it that way yeah i don't think i have too much competition in that one at commies not really no oh uh then we had the women's 400 meters freestyle where someone mcintosh actually gave katie ledecky a competition and yeah, um, she dipped under the four minute barrier for the first time didn't she yeah, there was a lot of questions I had before this race, whether um, McIntosh could get under that four-minute barrier, whether Ledecky could mm. you know, get close to that world records that used to be hers and that now is Titmus's. Um, and actually, they both, even though Ledecky was off that world record pace, you did attack it. It just yep. slipped away from her at the end. Um, but actually, it's McIntosh, again, the swimmer of the meet, who actually, for me, t- should take all the headlines, being the fourth swimmer ever to go under that four-minute barrier. And that's not easy to do. And she's 15. I mean, I don't know how many times I've got to say that. She's 15. 15. 15. Uh, so, <laughs> it come up a lot on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. So when it comes to Commonwealth Games, obviously it's no Ledecky, but Titmus will de- take the place of Ledecky. So that'll be another interesting Ooh. showdown. So um, we don't see all three of them in the pool again until, I suppose, next Worlds, maybe even Paris. So maybe even Paris. Worlds next year. So who knows? Another mm. good race. Two good finals in a row there. 
Well, and then we had the third, probably one of the best finals of the week, where Leon Marchard mm. gets close to Michael Phelps' 400 IM record, and he goes a 404. This 404. is mind-blowing to me. I knew this kid was going to be good going in. We gave our swimmers to watch in a YouTube video, and he was first on my list, writing it up. He blew up in the NCAAs and over in America this year. Of course, he's under Bob Bowman, who is Michael Phelps' old coach. Um, but I'm just going to read you the two the two splits in this that stood out. A 6,300 back leading into a 107,100 mm. breast in the middle of a 400 IM. Yeah. Special, special, special kids. And this world record's going at some point. It's just when. <laughs> it's not if, it's when. Yeah, I mean, if if um, if anyone questioned whether Bob Bowman is only a Phelps coach, coach, then blimey O'Reilly. I mean, he's he's put a few... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He's just... he. Let's put it this way. He's the best IM coach in the world, maybe mm-hmm. ever, potentially. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I mean, it helps that Leon Machard is able to go a very strong 200 breaststroke. That and is very fly. useful. That's very we'll useful. Get to on the two fly, he came silver. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, that 6,700 breaststroke, no one in the world is going to compete with that. No yep. one in the world. I mean, Carson Foster, he went a 406 and went the ninth fastest ever, and he destroyed him. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you what, that was a kind of another point of mine. Carson Foster had a very, very good meet had yes. Leon Machard not been there. His swims yes. would have popped. The 4am, the 2am, he would have popped off the screen, but no. Uh, It's the Frenchman who pops off the screen. And the Frenchman leading into Paris is by far the favorite in both IMs. Um, I don't know what his ceiling is right now. I honestly don't know. No, nor do I. And that's what makes it really exciting with with how old is he? I think he's just a little bit older than a teenager, maybe 2021. He's got Bob Bowman in his corner. He's an IM swimmer. He's just edging he's just off both really the 200 and the 400 world records oh, mm. being in paris in two years time oh man i mean he's going to create a headline potentially so um yeah watch mm. this guy because he is he's just on fire he's on fire and then both relays to end day one both comfortable victories in reality yeah. it just shows the depth in both of the nations the americans win the men's four by one freestyle and the australians win the women's and the australians doing so without both Campbell sisters and McEwen just shows the depth that they have. Um, in the men's side, though, the British boys, exciting for the future and for Paris. I think this actually could be a medal-winning relay, should they get it right. Yes, it was a, a British record, so it's, yeah, it's very exciting for, for Paris and future meets. Uh, again, I've spoken about Burris. Actually, we've spoken about all of them. Tom Dean was exceptional in the last split. He went under 47, if I remember right, yep. 46.9. Um, but yes, I mean, it's very difficult to challenge USA at the moment in that event because they are just extremely deep. And then we go on to women's. The women's for GB were were good. They were quite solid. I think you're averaging about 453-ish, give or take. Freya mm. did a good split, 52.7. Um, but the Australians are just miles ahead. Too far. I think that, miles ahead. Was it something like going into this meet, they had six of the top 10 in the 100 free? Yeah, and the 200 potentially as well. It's just yeah. ridiculous. It's mad. It's They know how to do freestyle over there. Let's just put it they that do. way. They do. <laughs> um, okay, then. Day two, and we kicked off with the... I call it the World Heavyweight Vacant Belt. That's what I call it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Adam Peaty's Vacant Belt in the men's 100-meter breaststroke. I was surprised by this one. Not because of the winner, Nico Martinengi. He is mm. world-class. He showed at the Olympics. I actually think he's probably... 
yeah, solidly the third best 100 breaststroke in the world now quite comfortably. But Arno Kaminga just didn't really show up and I'm not entirely sure what happened. Yeah, because he's not actually, apart from he's got Europeans at the end of the summer, hasn't he? So he's not got another meet outside of that. Maybe he's training through Worlds, but that would be... I think he did pull out later on in the week with illness, but like... This is the big chance to get that title. No one is get like when PT's back, no mm. one's getting that again. This is your yeah. biggest chance until PT retires, really. And it just didn't happen. He did it say in he did say in an interview that he would much rather Adam be there because if you win without Adam, it's not really like an adjustment gold, if that makes sense. So I get where he's coming from, but he's actually spurned the chance of actually becoming a world champion and Martining is stepped in and just grasped it with both hands it wasn't a slow time either like a low 58 that's that's good for mm. these guys i mean it's pretty average for, for adam <laughs> <laughs> but um um yeah i don't know maybe there was a bit of illness for kaminga not quite sure fink turned up he actually did mm, attack he it. looked good all week yeah he did yeah um again the, the americans are good at starts and turns and he used that to his advantage but it's uh martiningi with the stroke rate that gets there in this race yeah women's 100 meters butterfly then tory husk Versus the clock. She took mm. down the American record, Dan. Is there a chance that Showstrom's world record goes soon? She will always threaten it because of the tactics that she has. So I'm going to say, is there a chance? Was that your question? Yes. Yeah, th- there is a chance. Absolutely, definitely. Just because she attacks it and she's just got to hold on. And hopefully, she's only 19. So hopefully, with mm. a bit more training under her belt, a bit more training blocks, uh, especially with two years to go till Paris, I think that's very much under threat. She wasn't far off at all. Do you reckon Showstrom ever takes up the 100 fly again? Or do you reckon she leaves it off knowing that, well, her, her Olympic program is the 53, the 100 free, which she is head and shoulders, the rest of the she's... world. And she's now got the medley relay as well. Do you reckon she takes this one back up with seeing Husk swim this fast? It's difficult to tell. It's difficult. I mean, she loves the 50 fly. I think that's her number one event. But of course, that doesn't happen at Olympics. Um I don't know. I, I assume the elbow is fixed, fully recovered, mm. because she couldn't do any fly with it, even when it was like half recovered for, for no. Tokyo. Um, I wonder if now it's a little bit of um, a nagging pain, and so the freestyle isn't as heavy on it, I, I, I'm guessing here. So um, would she go back to it? Never say never. Mm. I was mm. surprised she didn't swim it at these worlds. Uh, me too. Yeah, it was it was the first race for her as well, which mm. was, yeah, I don't know. Maybe she was concentrating on 103 more so than anything else. Who knows? Caleb Dressel gets his first individual gold of these worlds, and we later find out his only individual gold mm. because of pulling out for medical reasons. Uh, very impressive gold. Michael Andrew finally gets on the podium for bronze, and then Nicholas Santos, at 42 years old, becomes <laughs> yeah. the oldest medal winner at a World Championships, beating his previous record, of 39 years old at the last World Championships. The guy just doesn't know when to stop. Do you reckon he's got all of the Masters world records? I really hope so. (laughs) I suspect so, yeah. (laughs) Why not? Um, Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are going to talk about Dressel and how he swam that race, and he did win it by a comfortable margin. 0.2 on a 50 is is quite a lot. But actually, really, the biggest talking point is Santos. 42. I mean, we keep talking about Summer and David Popovich, and they're like teenagers, but this guy is what nearly three times as old as him, yeah. <laughs> which is incredible. Um, he could be their I, dad. It could, yeah, he could be. Um, I think he's more, he likes doing the short course. So if ISL ever comes back up again, I think he, he will solely focus on that. And why would you stop? You're the second fastest 50 flyer in the world. Just keep going. And if there's money okay. to be made in ISL, just keep going. 
Well, there's money to be made at World Champs for coming second in this. I think you get like something like 10 grand or something. I've, I've done the maths on it. it it's it's an all right payday. <laughs> well, yeah, I haven't done the maths on that. But um, if, if you're getting 10 grand per podium or per race or whatever yeah. it is, then um, it's worth doing it, isn't it? It's doing all right. Uh, the women's 200 meters I am then. Alex Walsh is just a class apart on this. She yeah. is almost as dominant as I've seen since Hosu, but even Hosu had Siobhan Marie O'Connor challenging her. This was... she. I think she's the next girl to go 206. Quite possibly, yeah. Um, she, like, yeah, like you said, just a class apart. There was no one to challenge her at all, so it seemed. Um, Ohashi was way off it. Uh, mm. Didn't even make the final, if I remember. Abby didn't make the final either. Um, Kate Douglas didn't even enter. So she was really by herself. So in terms of competition there was no one really pushing her but with the time that she went a low 207 i don't think anyone would have challenged her anyway no nope. um in the bronze medal position was leah hayes who's world 16 junior. another yeah. another teenager <laughs> a world junior record for her 208 if i remember right um yeah it's, it's a it's a meet for teenagers but going back to alice walsh she is technically very very good at every single Everything, stroke yeah i think i, I saw there was there was a, a clip a of her backstroke wasn't it all the, and that, and there was a there was a picture of all of her records from when she was at like fourteen, and she had every single record in every single event apart from one. I think it was a two hundred three. Not bad. <laughs> so she's quite good at every single stroke, which obviously helps when it comes to an IM race. Yeah, very impressive. Another American trained swimmer winning IM. It just oh, it's just theme of this world, happens. wasn't it? America yeah. just win everything. Okay, then day three, the men's two hundred meters freestyle to kick things off. Um, and obviously, David Popovich was the star of the show in this one. New world junior record. He goes a 143 low. Super, mm. super impressive. But for me, Britt Tom Dean, we'll start with him. I was really impressed with the tactics he did in the final where he, he really took the race to Popovich, knowing that Popovich came in as the favorite, having gone it gone a 144.4 in the semifinal. Tom really had to put pressure on him, essentially. Yeah, I talked about it in my review of that race, actually, where very reminiscent of Huang Sunwoo in the final at Tokyo, where he just went for it and actually, weirdly, kind of the right tactics in that position, because I think mm. he, what was he, lane seven or something like that. Um, and you've got to go out there just to challenge him, have, give yourself a chance. And that's what Tom Dean did. I think mm. he knew that he wasn't going to have the back end because David Popovich was just a machine this week. Yeah. Um he put himself right out there going 49 point, I think it was seven or eight, which is mad on the first split of a 200. It's, it's fast. Um, it affected Hwang Sung Woo on, in the Olympics. He couldn't come back and couldn't hold it. And it happened to Tom Dean as well. But Tom was able to hold on for bronze. Shows the calibre of a, of a real champion. Because um, 144.9 is, is good a year after mm. the Olympics. I actually yeah. thought it was a really good time. Um, it's just the problem was that all eyes were one and a half seconds ahead of him where Popovich just blew everyone out of the water. It was just awesome. I think if I remember right, the second fastest in textile suit era. Just yeah, behind just uh, incredible. Dis- behind Yannick Angel at the London yeah. Olympics. Um yeah. something that's been discussed a lot this week, so I'm gonna bring it up on this podcast and we can everyone can hear our points of view. Does he get anywhere near to Paul Biedemann's record? Because there's a lot of recency bias going on saying, mm. yeah, Popovich has got it. A second and a bit drop from yeah. what was a near perfect race race is still a very long way for me. That that's still quite far in the distance right now. 
well, I tried to break it down on a review kind of very briefly where if you're going, let's say you go 50.00 on the first mm. 100, which is rapid as it is already, that yeah. means you've got to come back in a 52.00 just to equal the world record, not break it. That's to equal it. Um, yeah. Those splits, yes, okay, maybe 50.0 is makeable on the first 100, but a 52 flat on the way back, I'm not going to say impossible because, you know, things happen. Like I thought the Phelps mm. world record was never going to happen in the 400 I am. Um, so it's it's not impossible, but it's a very tough ask to come back really in a 52 tough. flat or 51.9 to come back in that. I mean, I said in a review, if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be Popovich. But geez, it's that's tough. Right, really right now, hard. I still I still struggle to get my head around someone going that fast. Just yeah, based I, on the splits I, that you've just said, he's going to have to go out for me in a 49 point and then yeah. hold on and if not, go faster than what he's just yeah. done. I mean, I just, I, every time it, I think it, about it in my head, it is impossible, but I'm not going to say it is impossible because you know, <laughs> things happen, but it's just, it's so difficult. That world record, I mean, it's a second faster than the second fastest Summer Phelps did, basically, mm. 0.9. Yeah. I don't think it goes for a long, 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 long time, maybe even ever. I It's a, it's one of those world records, a bit like the women's yeah. 200 fly. I just don't see that going either. It's a hard one. So I think recency bias is really a thing here because Popovich is, I think we we did it on the Proportion Swimming Awards last year. Oh, he's a superstar, but I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, it's going to be difficult. He's going to have a chance. I think he's going to go a 42 point at some point eventually, um, which is really very good. That, no, that, that's <laughs> I mean, mind-blowing just to think outstanding. that. Outstanding, yeah. yeah. Um, it's going to be difficult. Never say never, but it's going to be hard. Yeah. Women's 1500 meters freestyle then. The Katie Ledecky show powers on. Um, she wins her 20th career world's medal in this one. She's behind just Phelps and Lochte. I said in my little recap show, it's just a matter of time until she gets there. It really is. Yeah. She, like you said, she's 25. She's got ages left in the tank. Um, yep. She's a four-time world champion now in the 1500. She owns the 13 fastest times in, in history. I, no one's getting close to her, but behind was a very fun battle between Katie Grimes and Lanny Pallister. Katie Grimes, I suppose, is the one that's supposed to be being handed the baton, I suppose, or handed the torch from Ledecky. But I just don't see anyone getting close to Ledecky at the moment. No one has for the last 10 years, and I don't think it's going to change for the next five years or however long five, she's going to yeah. swim for. Um 25 years old, like I said earlier. If she goes on till 30, how many more World Championship titles is that going to be if it's happening well, every, every year? Now. year. <laughs> so, I mean, she's going to no doubt overtake Lochte, I would have thought, and Phelps with 33 uh, championship medals. That's going to be another... She's going to beat that as well, I imagine, because she's going to do the 8, the 15, a couple of um, relays, the 400, of course, as well. Mm. She's just a legend of the sport. She will be forever known, I think, as the greatest female swimmer ever. I don't think there's any doubt in anyone's mind of, of that. Um, See, I would have, I would have put Showstrom up in the same bracket personally. Oh, really? Yeah. I suppose she's got all her medals without her relays. I suppose that's probably what yeah. you're kind of thinking, is it? Yeah, and she's. It's just to continue her dominance. She is dominant in a fifty-three and a fifty-fly. Like no one gets mm. close. If you scale yeah. up her fifty distances to the fifteen hundred, I'll tell you what, we do the maths afterwards. But she yeah, might we'll be quite that. close to Ledecky dominant. Yeah, I suppose the only problem is is that you can't really see that 
on face value because oh, no, yeah, a 50 exactly. is doof doof and then a 1500 mm. she is literally waiting there for about 15 seconds until the second person arrives it's it's incredible i mean we're we're kind of blessed in a way to that we actually get to see her in this era i mean it's yep. it's it's awesome it's phenomenal Women's 100 meters backstroke then. Um, no Kaylee McEwen in this one. She pulled mm. out of the semifinals to concentrate on the 200 IM where she yeah. came silver. I think that was yeah. slightly a mistake given that this final was slow. For, mm. uh, for a women's 100 backstroke where the semifinal, it did pop. Regan Smith really blew the doors off in the in the semifinals. But this one was all about getting your hand on the wall first. And I think had Kaylee McEwen not pulled out of the 2 IM, she probably would have. <laughs> hindsight's a wonderful thing isn't it but i questioned yeah. it at the time like why why you're olympic champion world record holder why would yeah. you pull out of this unless you're you're, you're playing around Constantly with tactics playing for commies i think it was yeah possibly i'm not quite sure but um i don't know maybe she wants to challenge herself against alex walsh in the 200 times seeing as though alex walsh was the clear number one but yeah. you know the women's 100 backstroke you've got kylie mass in there you've got reagan smith in there you've got you're racing the best 100 backstrokers in the world they're all there and yet she decides to pull out very, uh, for me, odd. odd. I'm not quite yeah. sure why she did that. Um, but going to the race, slow times, but Reagan Smith gets there ahead of mass. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm surprised that Reagan Smith didn't pull it out in the final like she did in the semi. Because going off that semi-final swim, I thought the world record might be on shot. But mm, didn't, was wasn't close. close. But yeah. something Reagan Smith does do, and we've seen this over the course of her career, is just mess about with, ta- with tactics through the whole meet. She'll change it up mm. consistently. Um, she just changed it up on this one and this is what happened. She knows for the future, well, for the the Olympics is always the goal. So now going into the Olympic cycle, she knows how not to race it, even though she still yeah. won. As long as she doesn't play around with tactics too much and turns into Rapsis. I mean, that would be a nightmare. So well, yeah. let's not go there. <laughs> yeah. uh, the men's 100 meters backstroke, the first world record of these world championships. Little bit of a surprise name, Thomas Secon. Um, yeah. He had been performing reasonably well through the other races. He did the 100 fly. He did the relays, the freestyle relays for Italy. He's a very versatile young swimmer, but he blew the doors off the record. A 0.25 under a world record in 100 is massive. Massive. I mean, I just didn't expect it. I mean, Murphy was right on the world record as well. And mm. what I I think the reason he got that world record, I mean, there's a lot of talk. Again, we'll get onto it about the backstroke finish at the moment. But he kind of goes... He doesn't sort of like loop up and down like you see on some backstroke finishes. He actually kind of goes quite flat. And mm. I wonder if that saved him point one, or, you know, earned him point one, yeah. um, just on that finish alone. Um, the underwaters were quite strong. Sekon is good at the underwaters. His swim speed is quite good. He's quite a lanky sort of guy, isn't he? Very tall. long torso, very long limbs, which, of course, helps any yeah. swimmer, but especially on the backstroke. Um, 51.6. I didn't expect that world record to go. Absolutely no way. And not to be destroyed by 0.25. <laughs> That's amazing. And then USA round off with a two and three with Murphy and Armstrong. Yeah, that was a good race, I thought. Women's 100 meters breaststroke then. Uh, Palato finally gets on top of the podium out of Worlds. Uh, I feel like she's 17. This has been she's... a long time coming. She messed up yes. at Tokyo Olympics. She's messed up at Europeans, not making it through the rounds. She finally gets her hand on the wall first in a final that the top four was split by 0.14. This was incredibly close. And it's Lily King who just misses out in fourth place. Yeah, I'm kind of happy for Palazzo to answer because she's mm. been caught sort of third wheel, if you like, with Castellini and Carraro taking the good audits, I suppose, from ISL. And so she's been kind of third best in Italy. And now she's, what, medaled in both the 50 and the 100 breaststroke, which leads into Europeans very nicely. Um, 
I wouldn't want in to Rome. be the Italian selectors there because that's really tough as well. Um, but yeah, and that's in Rome as well. Europeans, of course, isn't it? Mm. So yeah, very, very happy for her. Uh, for the That was in the 100 as well, of course, wasn't it? So mm. yeah, quite surprising with Lily King. I mean... Uh, we'll get to that. She um, she got a lot better through the meet, and we found out during the meet mm. she had COVID, something like ten days before coming. In the lead up, yeah. Uh, in the lead up to these World Championships, so essentially she was racing herself into form, and it really showed in the two hundred. Day four, then the men's eight hundred meters freestyle distance swimming is just in an incredible place. The 1500 was so exciting. This one was a battle through the whole field, and Bobby Fink does what. Bobby Fink does. Yeah, and actually got himself an American record as well. So that record's mm. just going to keep on coming lower and going lower and lower and lower. Um, how he does it, it is mind-blowing. And we talk about it all the time. The comms say it all the time. He That last 50-meter split is faster than what the 200-meter guys are doing. Yep. And he's doing it on an 8 and 1500. What on earth? I don't know what he eats for breakfast, but it's, I, I want some because that is, that is some going. I mean, he's mm. holding 25 at the end of, of the race. Yeah. I, I can't say that without laughing. It's like <laughs> not believing myself as mad. It's not a thing. Especially when you think Roman Chuck was holding high 28s for the whole race. Yeah, exactly. Just incredible. Honestly, incredible. incredible. Uh, women's 200 meters freestyle then. This one for me was maybe the most disappointing race of the whole meet. I'll, I'll say that quite quietly. Um, it was slow. Yeah. There were some massive names missing from this. You had Ledecky mm. not doing it. You had Titmus not there. You had McEwen not there. Um, and this, for me, was Freya Anderson's chance. This was her chance to get on the world podium. This, I'm not sure, is going to happen again. That, like an open door opportunity like this, and she comes fourth. Yeah, yeah. Tough, I mean, tough to take a, for me. At the top of my head, I know another race that was the most disappointing. It wasn't a final, it was a semi-final. We'll get on to that. Um, but the Women's 200 was a very, very wide open door for friends and to get on the podium. I completely agree with you. With no Titmus, no Horhey, um, no Ledecky, no someone else. McIntosh, she didn't race it and she would have mm. won that individual as well. So there's four summers out mm. who would have covered the podium easily. No problem at all. And no Alexiak um, didn't make the final. No, exactly. Yes, there's quite a few people that weren't there, so the door was very much wide open for her. Um, she did all right in the semis. She went in the fastest qualifier. 156.0 is basically on PB. Might have even been a PB. All mm. she had to do was replicate that, and that would have been a bronze. Really, on, honestly, unfortunate. I think the race actually played into her hands quite nicely. Yeah, went with slow. The fact that, that they were pretty much all level with a 50 meters to go. And you think, well, this is what Freya does. She comes out, comes through the field at the end. Molly O'Canahan, of course, is the best she's of now, doing she's that She's now moment. known for that now. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, it's a shame for Freya Anson. I just, it could be the one and only chance she medals in this race. <sighs> never say never again, but uh, the, the door was open and it's very unfortunate that uh, didn't quite happen for her, unfortunately. Yes. Uh, men's 200 meters butterfly then. There was only ever going to be one winner. Christoph Milak uh, wowed the home crowd. I was trying to uh, give a picture of Christoph Milak to my wife because she doesn't obviously know swimming that well. And she obviously saw all of this crowd attention to him. He was acting like a movie star, essentially, when he was walking around the blocks afterwards. A little yeah. bit of showboating, all the rest. I said, um, essentially, Christoph Milak to swimming in Hungary is what David Beckham was to football in this country. He is that much of a superstar over there, and yeah. he he shows it. An incredible yeah. world record. Um, tactics I didn't overly see coming from him. Tactics of pain. 
I loved it. Absolutely loved it. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to go, that, obviously the target was to go sub 150. That was always yeah, the but, aim. That's what, what everyone in the crowd wanted. That's why the atmosphere was just absolutely electric. Um, he went for it. I mean, he was, uh, what was he? Under, a, over, over a second under his. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, at the right, 150. Yeah. Uh, at the 150, and you think, oh my God, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. This is going to be incredible. Because um, the world record was what? His hips, maybe just, you know, in between his like quads, let's say. And you think, oh, he's got a fantastic chance here. The world record was always going in my mind. Yeah. It's just whether he could go under that 150. Unfortunately, he didn't. But still, 0.4 of a PB or world record is massive. Absolutely yeah. massive. And you could see in his face afterwards that he was a little bit uh, disappointed, but then realized actually that is quite Can't a good swimmer. <laughs> quite a good swim um the crowd got they what they paid for a world record from their superstar um since though he's kind of taken the mantle from hosu hosu was there of course yeah but um he is the superstar of hungary swimming so yeah yeah definitely men's 50 meters breaststroke then a brilliant three horse race in this one it's it's nice to see breaststroke so competitive about adam pt um <laughs> that, that won't last very long um uh, Martin Engi went in as favourite, but Nick Fink, the man with the amazing start, essentially won this one from the start. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, there wasn't much separating them, mind you. It was, what, three one-hundredths of a second? They basically yeah. finished at the same time, but because of that start, he was quicker off the, off the blocks. He was quicker on the, on the underwater work. Um, Martin Engi is a little bit faster, maybe, on top of the water because of that stroke rate, but Fink was too far ahead to, to be caught. And Nick Fink does the, does the, the gold, which is... I'm quite happy for him. I think he should be rewarded for his amazing swims back at ISL, beating Shamanovic. I mean, that kind of goes under the radar a little yeah, bit. They were awesome good. swims. Um, and then I think it was Michael Andrew that won the bronze as well. Um, it's just a massive shame that they aren't an Olympic events <laughs> for Michael yeah, Andrew that he gets his medals in. Yeah, but, it yeah. was weird. He um yeah he, he stood out, finally got his medals, but at the Olympics, these ones don't count. So it's a yeah, shame. unfortunately, yeah. Uh, and then we finished day four with the mixed medley relay. Always exciting, and USA learn from their terrible choices in Tokyo. Essentially, they get it right. They put a man on the breaststroke. That's how you yes, do it, uh, and they win this one quite comfortably. Yeah, I mean, of course, without Adam in the water for us, it was always going to be Kathleen. Uh, yeah, it's always going to well, be hard actually, for us. I say without Kathleen, Medi Harris goes a 59.5, which was Strong, very impressive considering she was in between two guys and in wash. That is incredibly yeah. impressive. Yeah, it's really impressive. I was, yeah, Medi Harris had a, a fantastic meet, and I think she should keep her hold her head quite high with the way that she swam. James Wilby, again, 58 point. That's solid for 100 breaststroke. I mean, anyone else in the world, if you exclude Adam, that's very good. That's mm. world class. Um, Jimmy maybe a little bit off on what he was at Tokyo, but I think he's training through Commonwealths. And then Freya went uh, 52.7. That's it's good. It's a really good quartet, I thought. Yeah. Um, it's just a shame that, you know, America are just a little bit far ahead because they got their tactics right. Who knows what they would have done in Tokyo had they put maybe Dressel on the fly and put Michael Andrew on Breshoke or Fincon Breshoke. Who knows what have, what would have happened? But it's, I Never think know. they... They fixed a lot of their relays throughout they this did. whole that, that was Yeah, that was the theme, wasn't it? They got yeah. all their relays right. Um, yeah. Right then, day five, the women's 200 meters butterfly. We'll rattle through the rest of these last days now. Summer McIntosh mm. qualified as the fastest in a world junior record, and she she beats Olympic champions Yang Yufai. Yeah. I didn't overly see that one coming. I thought Zhang Yufai was holding something back, but she didn't. She podiumed on every fly race, but she didn't blow the doors off like she did in Tokyo. Yeah, I, 
maybe it's just a, a reset year for for China. Um, I don't know what else they're targeting this summer. Do they have Asian games? I'm not actually sure. Um, but I don't know. I'm not quite sure what happens to Zhang Yifei. She It looks like in a semi that she took it out hard and then sort of rested towards the end mm. or you know took it easy she towards more the end. In the I thought there was, there was going to be more in the final turns out that was actually her limit for this week um but all eyes on summer mcintosh who just destroyed the field really honestly yeah. just I, the swim speed is just so quick i do have a massive bone to pick with her okay those turns those starts are truly oh, yeah. awful yeah <laughs> they are the worst i have seen from a world champion yeah. especially a fly swimmer who's doing a two fly how she's going at 205 with one fly kick off a wall and breaking out is stunning. Someone fix those, and she... I'm not going to say she's going to get near this world record. This world record's crazy. Mm. But she's... there's That's the scariest thing about Summer McIntosh. There is so much to improve. So know, much is, to improve. It? And she's especially already she, world champion. Especially when you've got Reagan Smith and Hayley Flickner who use their underwaters to yeah. full effect as well. And it really like, oh my gosh, they, she's, they've taken chunks out of her turn, out, yeah. of, out of Summer McIntosh on that turn there. But then she, Summer just swims away. So on top of the water, she's fine. I mean, I'm sure she can improve with age generally and development, but just fixing those turns, adding a couple more fly kicks, well, yeah, she can take off a second, maybe two seconds, who knows? Yeah. Just, there is essential. so is much massive. more, so much more improvement. The men's hundred meters freestyle final. Then no Dressel in this one, as he, at this point of the meet, has pulled out for medical reasons. We don't know why. The man deserves his privacy. Leave him alone. Mm. Yep. Um, in terms of the race itself, very entertaining with the top three split by 0.13. Popovich gets the hundred and two hundred double, which I think he is only the second man ever to do that, which yeah, is crazy. crazy. His winning time was slower than his semifinals. Actually, this this whole race was slower than the semifinals. Mm. It was a bit surprising. Um, had Dressel, had Chalmers been there, I don't think he wins it. There is a bit of a theory that he can't yet, because of his slight build, cope with the big choppy water, like at Tokyo Olympics, where he was covered in wash. Mm. Maybe he just Maybe. struggled slightly with that in this one. I don't, there was a lot of hype around him after that 200 especially as oh well. yeah everyone um, thought the 100 if, was going like, yeah i mean a 47-1 i didn't think he was going to get i didn't think he was going to improve on his 47-3 from european juniors last year for a, a few years mm. um i've been proved wrong and actually i'm quite glad about that because the swim that he did in the semis was incredible um maybe maybe the theory is correct and his he's he's very slight still for a 100 meter swimmer especially mm. i mean dressel and charmers are just monsters they're animals um and if you line all three of them up, it it, he, it tells there's a huge difference. Um, yeah, I don't know. He got the gold, and that's what it all. That's what it bonus and, and the double, to, yeah. really. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's all that matters. A big result, really. a really big result. Um, I'd love to see the the three way head to head between those three: Dressel, Chalmers, and Popovich. When um, when's the next one? Worlds, I suppose. That'll be that'll be amazing. Yeah. The women's 50 backstroke final, the closest finish of the whole meet with the top six split by 0.16. Just, <laughs> sorry, what? That's that's actually ridiculous. It's just crazy. They all finish. Just hand out time. medals to all six of them. I mean, <laughs> yeah. surely there's, oh, it's just crazy. Just yeah. absolutely crazy. I'm not even sure any of them were joint same time no. either. They are cr just amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what else to talk about. It was just a splash and dash. You couldn't see anything on the screen because it was just full of waves <laughs> and full of wash. And you're just like, oh, let's just look at the clock because I've got no idea who's going to win this one. 
Um, and it came out to be who won it in the end. It was Kylie it Mass. was Mass in, in the end. So yeah, I mean, coin flip in the end. Roll the dice. Who's going to win out of the six? Who knows? This yeah. uh, for me was an absolute advert of why fifty should be in the Olympics because it was utter entertainment. Um, essentially, all eight people. I know we said top six were very close. All eight in this final had a chance at winning gold, and that's what you want mm-hmm. from the Olympics. You don't want people going in knowing that they're going to win gold. Yeah, I mean, that's. I suppose that's what's. Um... I don't know. You know that Adam's going to win Brushhook, and you know that Milak's going to win the fly. So it loses it adds that some excitement of, to the program. Yeah, it loses a little bit of drama, I suppose. If you know who's going to win, a bit like yeah. boxing, you know some people are going to win before they even step in the ring. So it's kind of like, well, why am I watching this for? But the fifties, anyone can win for any fifty, maybe yeah. apart from fifty Brushhook because of Adam. But any fifty, anyone can win, and that's what makes it exciting. And surely that's what that's why they should be in the Olympics as the most entertaining races. The men's 200 meters IM then, Leon Machard does the double. The third man to do that behind Michael Phelps and Ryan Lochte, that is some serious, serious company there. Time of 155.22. Yeah, there was talk beforehand that he gets close to Ryan Lochte's record. People need to realize how impressive that record is. Um, Still a very, very good swim. And like we said, Carson Foster behind him, if Leon Machard wasn't there, this he would be getting all of the reviews as well. Yeah, I think that world record is within reach, but not just yet. We've got a little bit of time yet. He needs to develop, be under Bob Bowman a little bit longer, nail those turns. The breaststroke is there. The fly is there. Um, just got to work on the alternating strokes, the backstroke and freestyle, and then you never know. But that world record is tough. I mean, 54-0-0 from Loxy is... Um, yeah, it's quick. <laughs> really, really quick. Um, and again, Carson Foster just goes under the radar and he went really, really well as well. So yeah, we got to, we got to keep talking him up because he's a, a future star as well, especially in America, of course. Yeah, and then we ended day five with the women's four by two. Like we said previously, Summer McIntosh, her split would have won the individual 200 free. She set mm-hmm. a new world junior record. Uh, this one, though, I didn't really expect it to be as comfortable for America as it was. Um, Australia produced 200 freestylers like like change, like loose change, mm. just ridiculous. But actually, it was Ledecky's split on the third leg of a 153.6, which mm. proved key. Essentially, they won it from there. Pretty much, yeah. Actually, good tactics, like we've already said. That to put your fastest third is uh, you don't really see that. It's you different. put your fastest it's different. anchoring. Yeah, um, it's quite clever, really. If you put yourself put your team first going into the final leg, I think it was Bella Sims swimming for America. There's mm-hmm. almost I suppose there's a little bit of pressure, but there's less pressure on that final swimmer because you've already got body length lead or whatever how long it was. Um, good, clever, really clever from America, and it's, it works out for them, and they actually won it quite comfortably in the end since though i don't think molly o'callaghan had the best race in mm. this one she was much better in the individuals rather than the relays um again maybe that's uh something they need to work on experience but uh, yeah it, it is experience um yeah i'm kind of surprised as well but america worthy winners deserved mm. it day six then the women's hundred meters freestyle you said molly o'callaghan didn't overly pop in the relays she popped in this individual um carl chalmers is the king of back end speed we now have a queen um yes. just in i think in the semi-final she almost perfectly negative split it I, I, oh yeah perfectly equal split it i think yeah literally, literally the first hundred uh, the first 50 and the second 50 were basically identical which is 
rare. You're not yeah. supposed to do that. <laughs> and she she comes back ahead of the fast starting Tori Husk and Sarah Shostrom to it's a surprise goal, a, a surprise goal to beat those two. Well, for me, I think Shostrom went in as favourite because yep. of the pedigree, because of the experience, because she used to have the or no still does have the world record. Um, and I thought, yeah, this is one that she's concentrating on most, maybe outside of the fifty fly, for example. Um, but she just was on fire, Molly O'Callaghan. That that back end speed, I think that must be the way to swim 100. I still think you should attack it um, like Tori Huss does. That's why I really like how she swims. But actually, unless it seems to be. Unless you're Australian. Be, well, that's just it. Yeah. But they seem to get it right, don't they? They they mm. they are very good at equal or negative splitting. Carl yeah. Chalmers and Molly O'Callaghan seem to be the, the best asset in the world. And it, it works out for them just it every time, it seems, nearly. Women's 200 meters breaststroke then. Lily King, we said she was making her way into this meet, racing herself into form. She really yeah. did in this one. You say her her tactics are questionable. I disagree with you. Okay. Because this is how all of the Americans or the best Americans win NCAAs. What they do is they go off fast for the first 100. They step off the gas in the middle of the third 50, mm. which is backwards to anything we are ever taught here in the UK. I promise you, anyone who's listening internationally here in the UK, you're told the third 50, you attack that. Yeah. Turns out Lily King does it everything opposite. So she attacks the first 100, takes it off for that third 50, attacks the final 50. It works. Yeah, that works. It, it goes back to the Winnington tactic, actually, where he had his third baiting off a little bit. Um, and then she and both of them saved themselves the last length and just blitzed the field. Um, that's why I said questionable because it's for us Brits, it's just like, why? Why are you doing yeah, that for? It seems once wrong. You're, once you're at the front, try and stay at the front. Don't let everyone else catch up. Don't let them back in the race. You're at the front. Just stay there. Um, she's always done it and it's always <laughs> works. <laughs> so maybe, maybe some judge? Brits should try it. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is what these meets are for. Just have a little play with tactics. Um, see what works. See what doesn't work. You don't know unless you try, do you? But uh, questionable. It works. Good for her. <laughs> Back on top of the podium. And actually, it's her first World Championship gold in 200 breaststroke, I believe. Yeah, so she's now got the 1500 and the 200 to her collection, which... She's the first American a... to ever do that in the breaststroke. Yeah, I was going to say, that's uh, that's a good achievement, isn't it? That is good yeah. going. I, for, for some reason, after Tokyo, I'm pretty sure she started targeting the two. I don't know whether she thinks there's more longevity in her career in the 200 than the 100. It seemed to be her focus there, and it seemed to be her focus again at this meet. Yeah, it seems like she seems to be doing better at these distance. Well, I say distance, 200. The longer events, more so than the sprints. Even though she's still finaling in both the 50 and 100 mm. and actually getting close to the podium, and especially in the 100, she's still world record holder in that event, mind. Mm. But um, I don't know. Maybe there's a bit more opportunity in the 200 where she can actually... I don't know. A bit more open doors. Better. Don't know. Yeah. yeah, not sure. Interesting. The men's 200 meters backstroke. Yeah, then this was a battle of the underwaters, essentially. This was a showcase for dolphin leg kick. Um, it was a battle between two Brits, two Americans, and in the end, it is two Americans on the podium either side of Luke Greenbank. Yeah, uh, like you say, it's just the underwaters. I've already said Ryan Murphy's underwaters were probably the best I've ever seen from him, and maybe the best underwaters outside of Phelps, outside of Dressel, that I've ever seen. He was destroying people on the underwaters, like half your body length, maybe even more off every and, turn. And Luke is not shabby at underwaters, nor Shane Cassis, as he's won NCAAs on his underwaters. Yeah, they are exactly. good swimmers. Yeah, and he's taken them to town. 
every single yeah. time. So yeah, he is he's just very very talented. I mean, when he was doing NCAs himself, he um he what was he? I think he won like four five years straight in all the backstrokes. I or something think like that. it was like four years straight. Yeah, it was it was ridiculous either way. But uh, yeah, he's still the one to beat in the in the backstroke events. I think even O'Reilly is the Olympic champion. Um, but I think this bodes well. I mean, we said about it about Luke, but I think it bodes well for Brody. Honestly, I do. I think he needed this race to now realize, actually, I am within touching distance of the podium, guys. He is a 200 backstroke swimmer. Yeah, well, we've said this for a long time. Yeah, He qualified for for Tokyo in the 400 iron, but we said, I think that that 200 backstroke, that is the one. And (laughs) he's proven us right. Thank you, Brody. (laughs) Yes, a very exciting future. And obviously, you've got Commonwealth Games coming up where... What him and Luke will be against Mitch Larkin in that one, but both mm. of them should really get on the podium and challenge each other for England. Exciting yep. to see what he does there. Um, very yep. much a breakout summer. Yep. Men's 200 meters breaststroke then, Zach Stubblety Cook. For me, this was, we said in the build-up, the Commonwealth Games is the target for a lot of swimmers. This was the race that showed this. Uh, his mm. tactics were weird, man. They were really odd. He just sat on everyone's feet for the first 150, yeah. knowing that he's a world record holder. He could blow the field away, and he just went on the last 50 and just did enough to win. This was a case of him playing about for the Commonwealth Games later on this year for me. I mean, he did blow the field away on that last 50. I mean, how long? But it how it much... was just odd. His time wasn't even fast at the end. You're thinking a 207 for him. That's pedestrian. Two seven zero, so he's a good second off his world yeah. record that he did. What was it in May for for the um, Aussie trials? Weird one. How we talked about Lily King's tactics, where she goes out fast and you know, comes back fast on the last fifty, but actually, it appeared that Zach just took it easy for the first hundred and fifty, and then decided to go. Mm. And even then, because of this taking easy that he did, he was still level pretty much with the, the rest of the field. Mm. Um, odd. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you, but it kind of bodes well that he's got the back end speed. Um, oh, yeah. Um, he's just technically very, very good. The timing's good. The long stretch that he has, the glides, the everything is very, very good. Um, I think he goes a world record in Commonwealth Games. I do. I think he breaks it again. Ooh. Not by much, by Call like it, point yeah. one or two or something like that. But I think he, he does it again because he just looks good. He's got the confidence now. You can kind of see when he finishes the races like... Well, if you're yeah. messing about with a world championship final, quite like he messed about with it, you've got the confidence. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, there's more to come from him. Watch out in Birmingham, I think. Yes. Uh, men's 4 by 2 then. This was very much door wide open for other countries to get the gold ahead of the Brits and the Olympic winning Brits um, because of no Duncan Scott. And then you think Jimmy Guy was slightly off form. Um Matt Richards, slightly off form this meet. USA win this race. I'm not going to use the word dominant like you've written in these notes because I was slightly offended by Drew Kibler's comments after the relay where they won gold, where they wanted to continue the 4 by 2 dominance that <laughs> USA swimming has had. And I would politely say that you haven't won Worlds since 2013, before this USA, and the last time you won the Olympics was 2016, so that's six years ago. I just I didn't like the use of the word dominant because they're not. This is yeah. by far and away a redemption from their mess up at Tokyo. Yeah, sure, redemption, fine. But you've not been dominant in this event. Yeah, I mean that's kind of why I use the words just because I wanted to talk about this because it's they they aren't dominant. Yes, they've just won worlds. Okay, that doesn't make that doesn't make you dominant. You haven't like hmm. destroyed this race. I think over Olympics, maybe sure. Okay, that's fine because of 
Phelps helped Locksy. Yeah, but that was helped, years ago. I'm sure, but that was ages ago. Um, yeah, they're not really dominant at the moment. Maybe no. they will be. Who knows? But as of right now, the GB lot are by far and away the the best at four and four by two, especially when we add Duncan in and have our top swimmers go in the best times like they did at Tokyo. Should um, we talk about these Brits then? Because they set a new English record. Jacob Whittle goes a 146.8. That's good, isn't that it? That was surprise of the meet. No one even had him penciled into the team, let alone yeah. swimming that in a final. You said when we reviewed the British swimmers, now he is definitely a relay backup for that 4 by 2 I'd say um, so. And Tom Dean goes a 143.5. 143.5. That's remember, the fourth right, fastest the fourth relay split. Yeah, fourth fastest. That is going some. And even then, we're, like we're we're buzzing about a one forty three five, and David Popovich goes faster than that on a on a standing start, <laughs> which is mental. But um, going back to Team GB, I think this bodes really well for our heat swims. I mean, Joe Litchfield going a one forty seven is he was always capable of that. Why you can now rest, him, guys. Why do we don't put him in a heat swim? No idea. We no idea now. at all. Yeah, I mean, we can put Jacob Whittle in. We could put um, Joe Litchfield, maybe even Max Litchfield. He can go a 147. I'm sure he can. And mm. then we can rest Tom. We can rest Duncan. And then a world record. Well, it's going to be ours, I would have thought, if we're all, all our big guns are rested. Just, and Matt Richards, he's, he needs to come back to form, obviously. He's obviously yeah. training through so commies. Um, the, the future is very bright with this team. I think we are going to... Are we going to destroy the world record? We get it, I think. Maybe not destroy it, but we get careful it. With, <laughs> careful with the words based on just what I criticized America with. <laughs> yeah, <no>. <laughs> what <laughs> I will say, Sorry. I'm really excited for Commonwealth Games in this one because it is basically a rematch of the silver medal winning Australian team and the bronze medal winning, it was GB, but it will be England. So yes. it's essentially a rematch of this race. And that one is going to be close and it is going to be exciting. So Commonwealth Games, looking forward to that. Right, Absolutely. day seven then. The women's 50 meters butterfly. Shostrom wins her fourth straight world title in the 50 fly. Dips under the 25 second mark. Her swim speed is the fastest in the pool as it has always been. Hmm. Just, she's a superstar, Dan. I don't think we need to say too much more. Not really. Other than the world record, I don't think goes. That is just a phenomenal that world is, record. That It was wind owns. assisted, wasn't it? I had something crazy, but she went a low 24. and She just went a 24.9 and... I wouldn't say I'm pretty sure it was an outdoor swim wind assisted yeah it definitely helps doesn't it that's what they sell in like 100 meter sprints with um in athletics don't they it it obviously helps um I don't think that world record goes but she is just dominant in the race we talk Mm. about Ledecky dominant in the distance races she is in the 50 fly and I think will always be until she retires yep men's 50 freestyle then the first gold of these championships are for Ben Proud and Great Britain Hmm. Very much deserved by Ben. He's one of the nicest guys in the pool from what we've heard. Uh, a fascinating backstory as well. If anyone wants to take a deep deep dive into that one, I would suggest you do. But he wins in a 21.32, which again, massive, massive swim, super fast. Um, I'm yeah. just glad he put Tokyo behind him and redeems himself here. Well, I was a little bit nervous when um, he came seventh in the 50 fly. I thought well, he's, he's going well here to potentially upset Dressel in that race. Maybe definitely medal. I thought he was definitely going to medal, and the fact that he finished seventh. I mean, he didn't. He, nothing went right in that race, um, and then he got it completely right in this fifty freestyle. The start was awesome, and he held on to that water really nicely. Finished mm. fast. Um, of course, there's no breathing on the fifty three and twenty one three. 
is good. Really, really, really good. Do you know the man doesn't even train to breathe? Like what's when you see all Why the videos of Ben Proud swimming, he swims with a snorkel because he literally doesn't train to breathe. Well, why would you? Your well, no, races you are your races are to keep your head in line with your body. Why would you mm. turn to the side to breathe? That's pointless. You're not you're not going to do it. So why would you? Makes I saw sense, some I saw some comments on our YouTube channel which said, "Why doesn't Ben race the hundred? That's why." Men's hundred meters butterfly then loudest cheer of the night as always for Christoph Milak does the double was never in doubt. Slightly surprised he didn't go under the fifty second barrier, but with no dressel, there was no competition really so it didn't drive him on faster and he does win by 0.8 of a second it it was a long way (laughs) he just destroyed everyone again didn't he um there's only two solid i say solid everyone in the pool solid 100 fly in that final but when it comes to the elite of the elites there's only dressel and milak in the 100 fly right now they are head and shoulders ahead of everyone else um and i think he likes that little bit of I don't know, a little he bit. He needs of, the competition in the 100. He, he does. He needs a little bit of pressure on him. And I think that he doesn't get it in the 200 fly from other competitors, but he's put it on himself to get the world record. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I agree. I thought he would have gone sub 50, but it wasn't to be. Again, the field wasn't strong enough for him, I suppose. And it never will be at the moment. The women's 200 meters backstroke. Then this final was, uh, the final was so much more exciting than the semifinals. The semifinals were garbage. Honestly, that's, that's it's what I was going to say. You know, you said that the um, the 200 free final is the most disappointing race. The 200 back semis for women. Oh, my word. What it took a 210 earth? to make this final. 210. That, I, that's poor. I remember this happened for the Olympics as well. I mean, you could see the Top Guns just drifting Coasting. into the, the... Yeah. What's on earth? Just Is there no depth? The, the, the Top Guns are the Top Guns. The Top 5 are amazing or Top 6 mm. or whatever. But then outside of that, it, there seems to be no real... I don't know. don't know what it is, but it was... Very disappointing semis, but the final definitely live up to expectations anyway. It really did. Kaylee McEwen caught Phoebe Bacon on essentially the last stroke. It was the last stroke, yeah. <laughs> Exceptional yeah. race. Um, yeah, I for me, um, I was a little surprised by Kylie Mass not really showing up in this final. She goes a 208. I thought she'd be much closer to the, these girls, but they end up going a 205, I believe, in the final. Yeah, um, I mean, she was she was better at the sprints this meet mm. for some reason. So unless she hasn't done that extra little block just yet to to be good at two hundred, unless she is just targeting the fifteen hundred uh, commies, um, don't know, don't know what to tell you actually. But um, it, for me, it was a race of the underwaters against the swim speed, mm. and they were basically the same sort of time, weren't they? But yep. um, the last stroke, like you say, Kelly McEwen just got there. Women's 800 meters freestyle then, again, just dominance from Ledecky. Uh, she mm. goes fast. She goes a faster time in this one than she did at the 2017 and 2019 Worlds and yeah. four seconds faster than she went at the Tokyo Olympics for the fifth fastest time of all time. Just stats galore for you there. Um, <laughs> her move away from Stanford now to the program at Florida where she's training with the men. She's training with Bobby Fink. Yeah. It's working. It's working, and I'm so excited because she said she's 25. She's got a long career ahead of her still. It could have got stale for her. Things Mm. over the past few years have not slowed down, but her times weren't blowing her previous times out the water. I'm excited. I'm excited again for the future of Ledecky. Yeah, I mean, she was still she's still winning by large margins. Oh yeah, that's that's not what I'm saying. But in terms of times, like um, I think the 800, she didn't. When was it? Rio, was it? 804? It's just a ridiculous time. And to yeah. get within four seconds of that world record again, it's like, well, she's on her she's on her way back here. 
Um, maybe that little bit of a difference um, setting to be there's no you can't train with any females for Ledecky because there's no one to challenge her. You got to go with the the guys. So um, I think it's a really good move. It's clearly working for her. Um, the biggest takeaway for me was actually Lani Pallister. We've talked about she was out from with COVID, but actually mm. it was the other Amer- the other Australian with Kia Melverson taking her place effectively from the did outside well. lane and just she did well. She hung on for silver in the end ahead mm. of Quadrella. That's a big scalp to take, that one. Yeah, that is. And then we finished day seven with the mixed 4 by 100 freestyle relay. Um, Kyle Chalmers in this one, super <laughs> impressive, man. Why weren't you swimming the individual? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the answer. I don't, did he do any individuals in the end? Did, yeah, he, he did the, uh, um, fly, he did the 150 fly and didn't get out of the heats, I think. Yeah. Um, but he's just, he's just messing around and having fun with swimming and he gets a world record to his name. Yeah, madness. I mean, he he seems to drop these forty sixes at will at the moment yeah. in these relays, and no one can get close to him. He's just he's charging past them on the last fifteen meters every single time. Doesn't matter who you are, he is mm. the fastest on top of the water on the last fifteen meters, um, and he gets a world record as well. Just uh, just amazing. I can't wait to see what he does in Tokyo uh, in um, Birmingham. Yeah, and this team has so much more to add to it when you think of the I girls know. that are missing as well. Yeah, um, scary, isn't it? Although I don't think the four the the mixed four by one isn't a Olympic event yet, the freestyle one. It's just the medley one no, that's just, an Olympic event. It is um, at the moment. And the medley yeah, one changes. for me is a lot more exciting. Oh yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Right, final day then. We're there, people. Thank you so much for sticking with us as we power through this. Um <laughs> the men's fifty meters backstroke, quite possibly the most controversial moment of these whole games. Fina, what are you doing? Yeah, what um, on earth? I have no problem with you DQing a swimmer. I have no problem with you reinstating a swimmer. These things happen. You make judging mistakes. Do not give out the gold while there's an appeal going on. Well, that yeah. bit is farcical. It's absolutely disgraceful, if I'm honest. Yeah, I, I was watching your recap and I, I sort of add notes for you as well. And I was like, I, I'll leave that bit to you because I will go off on one. And I'm trying <laughs> to hold back a little bit here, but it is, it's, it's embarrassing. What I don't know, shameful, all sorts, disrespectful to Justin Rest because he got awarded his gold and then had to do a lap by himself around the it pool. It was just weird. What on earth? I just, it's madness. Hopefully it never happens again because hopefully it, it never happens again. <laughs> a complete mess, <laughs> a shambles. I'm going to stop talking because it's mad. Yeah. I, I'm just, my issue here is that is very amateur from a very professional sport. The, the, mm. the, Swimmers that compete at these world championships put a lot of hours into our sport, more than probably any other sport on the planet. And everyone who's listening knows what hours swimmers do. To then be run by an organization which this is how you represent them at the world champs by doing an amateur mistake like awarding a medal while a review is taking place. Probably yeah. just because they didn't want to mess up the TV schedule. If I'm honest, that's probably what it was. Well, is a joke. Yeah. Is a joke. Um, yep. Justin Ress. This is completely, this is his moment. This He's world champion, and this is all we're talking about. It, it's a massive shame. Um, I think even dis- Hunter Armstrong, when he got his gold, was disappointed for Justin Ress. He was just like, I know he shouldn't be DQ'd. I know he's probably getting his gold medal back. Why am I being awarded this? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could tell in the interview afterwards. Yeah. Um, the interviewers were questionable. That's another t- talking point. Um, <laughs> I left yeah. that off. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, you could tell from Hunter Armstrong, he was disappointed that Justin got disqualified because clearly... It just wasn't was clear. It? Yeah, it was for diving disqual- under the water. but like, Under the water it on a wasn't... field. Yeah. 
And the I fact find... that they haven't released any footage of it still at this point so far down the line shows that it it was so debatable. Yeah, just find. I tell you, hope should we just move ho- on? Well, hopefully, it doesn't turn into football where they review every goal and hopefully don't review every race because you can see yeah. at the bottom corner that video judging review. And like, what are you reviewing now? Surely yeah. it has to be has to be noticeable to the naked eye, or you know, the underwater cameras on a brushwork pullout. That's obviously the big talking point at the moment. We don't need to review everything. No. So yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Women's 50 meters pressure. Then possibly the happiest moment. We go from the worst moment to the happiest moment. Ruta Militite gets back onto the top of her world podium. 10 years after her 100 breaststroke gold at the London Olympics, she beats world record holder Benedetta Palato into the silver medal position. And I don't think there's a more popular person on top of the podium in British swimming. Yeah, no, She's loved around here. Yeah, I mean, it's a brilliant swim from start to finish. She's always quickest off the blocks. The reaction is that she has is absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, and then she was just able to hold water. You can could you could see Pilato coming through a little bit towards the mm. end, but she she held on. Absolutely, just uh, so happy for her. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, so happy for her. Um, yeah, ten years after that Olympic gold, you think she's done it? She's completed swimming at the age of fifteen. You know, winning Olympic uh, yeah. gold, and, she, <laughs> what? and then. And that was a world record as well, I think, when she yeah, when yeah, she yeah. won it as well. Um, and she comes back 10 years later and she's just done this against the world record holder who was definitely favorite to win this one. Yep. Amazing. Yeah, absolutely amazing. Uh, men's 1500 meters freestyle, Dan. I'm just going to say Pouchonary and just leave it at that. This I'm not going to leave it at that. For me, this was for a sprinter who has long loathed <laughs> watching a distance race this was super exciting and i take my yeah. hat off to you sir you attacked he attacked it from the absolute get go and essentially took bobby fink's finish out of the equation by the 100 meter mark he has gone Pretty much, yeah. he went yeah, I love the fact that everyone in the crowd, it doesn't matter which country they were from. We had like Instagram stories from the British swimmers recording the race yeah. as it was going on because everyone knew something special was about to happen here. He was at one stage three seconds underneath the world record for that 1500. <laughs> and you think, just hold on, my, come on. You're well, he was, I don't think he was going to get the world record. No, I know, but you're cheering him on anyway, aren't you? Because um, just, just awesome. I mean, this is what the 1500 or distance swimming should be all about anyway, mm. because the 50s can be over in a split second and there's nothing really to cheer on for. But if you're, if you're on for something really amazing that like he was, then yeah, it gets the whole crowd going and arguably it was a better atmosphere than when Milak was swimming, arguably. <laughs> Just amazing. It. Close to it. Yeah. Uh, women's 50 metres freestyle then, Shostrom versus Wasik, who Wasik is obviously the out and out 53. That's all she does. Yeah, Shostrom's just so fast. Her finishing speed, her swim speed, it just blew Wasik away. And she wins yeah. in the end by 0.2, which is a very long way in a 50 meters freestyle. That's a long way. Yeah, she hasn't got the best of starts, Shostrom. Actually, she's quick off the blocks, but doesn't have the most powerful underwater kicks. Uh, again, no breathing, of course. But then she just, I don't know, she builds it up. She builds mm. a 50, which is... I, <laughs> baffles me every time i think about it but she does she gets quicker yeah. as the race goes on and the other swimmers can't handle it and she wins every time 24.1 yep. wasn't it oh no sorry that was wasik's time 23.9 that's good that's good isn't it that's, that's quick good. very good uh, and we finished the individual finals with the women's 400 meters individual medley where it is essentially a show of the future of swimming summer mcintosh the 15 year old just holds off the 16-year-old Katie Grimes. I actually thought Katie Grimes was going to get there in the last five meters. So did I, um, yeah. 
Again, Summer McIntosh underwater's non-existent. She sets a world junior record in the process, but I'm really excited to see how these two girls now battle it out for the future because there yeah. is a serious rivalry to be had there. I hope so. I hope so. It's a little bit when like Hosu and Siobhan O'Connor had their little bit of a rivalry the when, two, when yeah. they were swimming. Um, the difference is that these girls are 15 and 16. This could go on for over a decade very long a time. long long time um so i'm just looking forward to it i really are gotta have a shout out to hosu will this be her last hurrah there's nothing official come out just yet as far as we're aware anyway she came fourth fourth in a world final at the age of whatever she is no nor did i she actually really put it out there didn't she it's very yeah. strong breaststroke leg i think that went under the radar just because we we're watching the top two but um yeah hopefully this rivalry will rivalry will continue for long long time then we finished with the two relays, the men's 4x1 medley and the women's 4x1 medley. A superb head-to-head between the Americans and the Italians. And it is the Italians who deservedly get their yeah. hand on the wall first and get their first ever gold in a relay at the World Championships. They had... What what did they have? They had the world champion in the 100 back, the world champion in the 100 breaststroke. Then you've got Badisso on the 100 fly who is not shabby at all and Morezzi who actually for me is one of the best relay swimmers in the 100 freestyle around hmm. on paper I actually had had them winning this to start with well that's the thing you look on paper and you think the Italians should really be definitely like medal positions definitely on a podium and you think actually they should be they should be winning yeah. And actually, they did. I'm very happy with them. Amazing. I mean, it helps when Sekon's gone award record um, earlier on in the meet. So they're always going to be pretty much at the front anyway with Ryan Murphy. Um, Martin Engi definitely helps um, on the breaststroke leg. And then Badisso and Marezzi brought it home for them. In fact, yeah. Marezzi came back. I think they were a little bit behind with one. I think he baited go, them. I, I think he baited maybe. Ryan Held. He, like yeah, we've been saying it all meet. There was a few people who were using some very fun tactics the first 50 he let ryan held go past him comfortably and then came back on him it that yeah, quite possibly. i thought that was uh f- full of confidence there yeah i think the italians are going to be ones to watch out for europe at uh europeans mm. whether we can get a little bit closer when we get adam back in the pool or duncan or i don't well the question is does duncan get back in the team or yes. does lewis now just stay in because well, you lewis had tom dean race this final well yeah well, well yeah there's three jostling for one place there <laughs> Whew. Well, that's a, good, a good place to be to in. The, the GB yeah. boys get a, a very deserved bronze in this one. Yeah. Um, oh, really definitely. impressive yeah. to end the GB meet, especially when you're missing PT and Duncan Scott. Yeah. It yeah. was a good bronze. The women's side then, and it was America who wrap up their world champs with another gold. Um, Dan, I'm just going to read the stats of this American meet to you. The yeah, previous on. record of medals won at a world championships by a single country was 37. Mm. USA at this meet hit 46 out of a possible 126. So over a third. Mm. But just just what? Uh, Sums up their meet. They won this one and that's the, that's the cherry on the cherry on top of the cake. Yeah, I think Jameson was saying that basically they've meddled in every race effectively. Almost, that right? almost not yeah, quite. pretty much every race something like that. Just madness. I mean, we always knew that America were going to be doing well at this meet because they don't have anything else after it. Um, but to go from 37, which was their record in 2017, and almost add 10 on, is uh, that's a big achievement. They yep. should be very happy with that. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
just awesome yeah and that ladies and gentlemen is a run through day by day if you're still with us of the world championships 2022 dan it was a superb world championships um in what we thought was going to be a down year for swimming with Commonwealth mm. game with so many competitions going on now before we end this podcast i am going to get you to give me just straight out no debate in your race of the meet just give it to me oh boy just one so many you can so only many. give me one I've really enjoyed the 1500 meters men's patronary. That's the nice. one that sticks in my mind the most. Honestly, it does. Nice. Yours? I will go the men's 400. I am. Yeah. That's another one as well. Didn't, that, was, didn't, that was special, wasn't it? I didn't see anyone going that fast for a very long time. And it's another no. Bob Bowman swimmer. Yep. Yeah. Fantastic ah. stuff. Okay. So that just about rounds up this week's episode of the propulsion swimming podcast. It's been a long one, but there was so much to talk about. And thank you so much to everyone who has joined us through the whole thing. If you have enjoyed this episode, why don't you give us a review on Apple podcasts or Spotify five stars is always preferred. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel where we will be putting out loads more content ahead of the Commonwealth games in less than 30 days time. Dan, Mm. I will see you in seven days time. Yeah, thank you for staying with us, everyone, and we'll catch you on the next one. You've been listening to the Propulsion Swimming Podcast with Scott and Dan. We want to thank you for joining us and invite you to subscribe to the show as well as checking out the Propulsion Swimming YouTube channel for weekly tutorials and videos to get your swimming fix. We will be back next week. Until then, we'll catch you on the next one.